Uh, hey, if you don't know me, my name's Josh, um, and it is an absolute pleasure to be up here today. Um, me and my wife, Beck and our three amazing kids, we call Oceans Home. Uh, we've been here for almost a year, and it's been an incredible year. And you guys have been a part of that, so massive thanks to you guys. Um, we are nine days in to 2022, already like, we're almost mid-January, like what on earth? Uh, let's see if you can uh, be a bit vulnerable here. Hands up if you've already failed at a New Year's resolution. Oh, okay, a few too many hands, guys. No. <laughs> um, okay, that's, yeah, good work. I haven't necessarily failed, but I have uh, started putting something in place where I want to run every single day. Now, I don't know how long that's going to last. I haven't made the decision that it's going to happen every day this year, but it's a habit that I'm wanting to pick up straight away. So I have missed two days already, I'm going to be honest. To be fair, one day I was playing basketball that night, so I didn't want to run. Um, and Thursday, um, for some reason, I was just crazy flat and didn't run either. Um, for it to be a run, it has to be at least 3Ks. Um, and yeah, so I haven't run today, so guess what I'm doing tonight? <laughs> Netflix. No, 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 I'm running. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are week two of our Resolve series and Shafen kicked it off last week, which was amazing, um, which is so good. A five-week series for both Albany and our Perth campuses. And over the two campuses, we're actually going to have 13 different speakers, which is a stack. Um, you won't get all 13 here, obviously, because we're this is the half, the Perth half. I won't say better half, because that's mean. Um, so if you want 13 speakers, you can drive to Albany in the morning, hit the morning service up, and then drive back. If anyone does that, commitment. Um, so there's a verse that... Uh, is like the baseline or the foundation of this series. And it comes from Jeremiah 6, 16. This is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. So resolve is about exploring these ancient paths that have been tried and tested and people have gone down and they've worked. So this whole series, we are just exploring these ancient paths at work and helping us to start this year on paths that are good for us and paths that lead in the right direction. So instead of like hacking at a bush trying to make a new path for you and your family or you solo or whatever and just trying to find your new way, let's look at something that works and give, give that a crack. I reckon this year right now, we live in a world that is the most influenced world possible. I mean, you think of the thing in your pocket is... Like 20 years ago, that would have been a supercomputer, would have been like the most powerful computer in the world. Now you have access to the entire world in your pocket. We are influenced everywhere we go. There is like so much noise. There is so much stuff just coming at us 24-7. Um, if you go on YouTube, you can find videos to guide you with any life choice that you ever need. You can find inspirational content to get you off the couch and running at least 3Ks a day. Um, you can have an unlimited supply of preaching live videos and live services from all over the world. The, the stuff that's out there is just like immense. It is massive. We, they, we've never had that much stuff to, to help us in our life than we do right now. And that influence is not necessarily bad. It's not uh, negative in any way, but it's not what we should rely on 100%. 100% jump into that stuff, but there is something better that we need to rely on. And one of the ancient paths that has never, ever failed us is the Holy Spirit. 
So today we're going to look at living in the power of the Holy Spirit and look at that. Um, there's a verse in John 14, 26, and um, this is just before Jesus was betrayed. And Jesus is speaking, and he said, he was saying to his disciples, hey, when the, when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he would teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. I love how Jesus is saying, he will teach you everything. He's letting his disciples know that, hey guys, when I'm not around, someone's coming in my place to continue what I've been doing. So everything I've been doing and hanging out with you guys and leading you guys and helping you guys, when I leave, I'm not leaving you with like, you know, a bad deal. I'm leaving you with something as good as me, a representation of myself. He, um, he didn't leave them with like, a Spotify subscription to listen to worship music or he didn't leave them with like the idea that this inspirational speaker was going to rock up one day and preach to them or that he was going to give them a TV with like Bible TV playing 24-7 and giving them good content. He, he's not giving them something that doesn't match up to Jesus. He's giving them the Holy Spirit. So that's, I mean, this is, this is a pretty big deal, right? This is, the Holy Spirit isn't just some small little thing that is happening on the side. Jesus is like, guys, this is going to be what helps you and carries you from this point on. Um, so if we were fully reliant on the Holy Spirit, then we can't go wrong. With all this inspiration and content we have on the side, let's make the Holy Spirit number one and use that on the side as well. So um, we want to operate in and under the influence and guidance of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to quickly give you two things or two ways or two things you need to do to be able to help yourself operate under the Holy Spirit. So number one, listening. Listening. The first step is to actually listen. So in Mark 24, he says, then he added, and Jesus is talking, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. Jesus is in the middle of hanging with his disciples, telling them a whole bunch of parables. So he's like just unleashing wisdom on them, telling them these parables obviously have, you know, deep things happening behind them. And in the middle of him telling this, he pauses to say this. He's telling his disciples, hey guys, what you're hearing, make sure you're listening. He actually says that. What you hear, he's like paying attention to what you hear and listen. So, you know, there's a difference with hearing something and actually listening to it, right? Like just because you're hearing something doesn't mean you're, you're taking it on board. Um, many years ago, before kids rocked up, for me and Beck, they just rocked up on the door once. Um, before the kids rocked up, um, I was pretty big on the Xbox. And I would spend probably a little bit, still is, is that what I heard over there? <laughs> Not as much. Um, I, I used to love the Xbox and would smash it pretty hard. Um, FIFA with the boys, NBA, that kind of stuff. But by myself, Call of Duty was the game that I loved. So what I would do, I made it a goal of myself that whenever a new Call of Duty came out, I would get the game and my goal would be to finish the story mode. I love the online stuff, that was cool, like versing people and all that, but it was the story mode that was my goal to finish. I would unlock all the achievements and get to the end of that. But not only that, I had to do it on veteran difficulty. So I don't know if, you've ever know, if you know much about the Call of Duty world, but veteran difficulty is one of the hardest ones and you earn the most... Achievement points, this sounds so stupid, but <laughs> I've grown up a little bit, but it was like crazy hard. 
So instead of the story taking maybe like a week or two to finish, it would take me like a few months. So when I played it, I was like so invested and anything could happen around me, I'm just like zoned in on this game, just trying to get it done, right? So one day I'm playing and um, fully immersed in it and then Beck walks in the room and she starts talking to me. So I made this split decision, I'm like, okay, I'm a man, I can multitask. I will listen to what she's saying and keep playing. So I made the choice to continue playing the game without hitting the pause button, just to listen as she was talking. And I was proving that I was listening, because every like five, ten seconds or so, I would say something like, yeah, yep, okay, and just kept doing that. Until all of a sudden I see her leave the room, and I remember the last word I said was sure. That's all I could remember about the last minute or two. So I'm sitting there thinking, oh, what have I missed? I have no idea what she has just said. So I had to eat some humble pie and pause the game, because you can actually do that, pause the game and walked out of the room to try and find her in the house and kind of come up to her with my tail between my legs like, so babe, uh, what you just said, I didn't get a word of that. (laughs) Like you were there talking to me, but I missed every single word. So can we try again? I'm really sorry. Um, this works exactly the same as the Holy Spirit. How are we going to be able to hear the Holy Spirit clearly when we have so much other stuff going on and we are not paying attention to what's going on? I, I just made the excuse that, yeah, I'm listening and I'm still doing this, and, oh, yeah, okay, okay I can kind of understand, yep, yeah, okay. Like, if we deal with the Holy Spirit, man, we are missing out hard. We are missing out, and it's to our detriment. You know, Beck might have been asking me to do stuff to help her, but the Holy Spirit's not doing that so I can help him. You know what I mean? Like it's doing that for my, for my benefit. And if I'm just involved in other stuff and just ignoring what's going on, that's hard. He can be teaching us, leading us, guiding us, but if we are zoned out and being influenced by noises that don't matter, we really miss out. We really miss out. We have to be available and listening to the Holy Spirit everywhere we go, not just for five minutes in the morning. So what, like, you know, if you give, I've got this saying that if, if you start your, your quiet time in the morning with God, like with a stopwatch, like, right, I've got five minutes, God, here we go, ching, let's pray. If you're starting it with a stopwatch, you're stopping God. You're stopping him from being able to influence you. You're stopping the voice of the Holy Spirit being able to come and change a situation or impart something in you because you've made that decision that I've just got this amount of time, work, go. We have to be constantly walking in that it can't be just something that happens quick a few other ways that we can listen to the holy spirit read the word of god listen to the whisper of the holy spirit be a part of community dinner parties in church you can hear the holy spirit and be amongst that in community like this and a big one for this year coming up in march conference get to conference because you will hear the voice of god at conference 100 percent. so if we get good at listening like we, get, we worked out like, okay, let's shut all the other junk out and let me just tune into you, God. Then when we're doing that, that's one thing. But the next thing, what we listen to, we then have to obey. Sometimes this is the harder one. This, is, this can be the harder one. I've, I've got three amazing kids. Sorry, we've got three amazing kids. Um, and they are, they are amazing kids, like incredible kids. But sometimes like I have to stop and wonder like, man, am I doing this correctly? Like, am I failing here or am I, like, doing an okay job? Because um, sometimes things can happen. You're just like, 
man, I, I thought we had that down packed, and now like it's just gone, gone a mess. Um, great kids, we put a lot of effort into them. And um, side note, if you are having kids, and I know there's a few babies going to be popping, popping up this calendar year, if you guys would want to use a resource, me not pumping myself up whatsoever, but Beck and I have had three very different pregnancies, three very different kids, three very different personalities, and we've done the same routine and system stuff from like one week old, which has saved us enormously, like saved us big time in those first two years of, of the kids growing up. When, we, when you put the hard work in those first two years, it is so much better. So if you're having a kid and you want some free resources, come and chat to us. We would love to help you. Anyway, um, <laughs> our kids are great at listening, really good at listening. They will be attentive. They'll look at you in the eye. They'll even say the correct things like, yes, Dad, yes, Mum, yep. And like, yeah, we're doing this. This is working. But then, unfortunately, sometimes it kind of stops there. And I've been trying to work it out, work out why, like why, 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 why. And unfortunately... Um, I found out that uh, they have this genetic defect and the doctors tell us it's called sin. <laughs> and you can't get rid of it. You can't, it's, it's like ingrained into their DNA and, I mean, they can blame me but then I'll blame my dad and then it just keeps going up the line. Um, so they were born with this defect and you see occasionally when I'm giving them directions, they look me in the eye and give me everything right but then don't do it. Blake, he's 12, incredible kid, amazing kid. One of his jobs at home is to clean up what the dog leaves behind on the grass out the back. And that's a job that he does every day. He checks it before school, does it if we have people coming over. Anyway, it was a bit of a mess out there and I asked him, Blake, you need to go out there and sort your job out, mate, because we've got some people coming over. Yep, Dad, no worries, I'll go do it. Cool. He went that way. I went that way thinking, great, my job's done. I'll pass that on. He's, he's going to do it. Some people rocked up. Kids ran out the back. And before long, we'd realised that there was still a mess out there due to the reactions of the kids that were running around on the grassed area. So I went and spoke to Blake, and I'm like, Blakey, like, we just had this conversation like half an hour ago. What's going on? And he had the right attitude. He had the right intent. But what he did is he decided to go to his bedroom and do something first, and then completely forgot about it. See, delayed obedience, and I've heard this said, delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience. What is, what is the Holy Spirit putting in your, on your heart and in your life and you're delaying the right steps because it's just not the right time or you've got something else to do and we get caught up in this disobedience. So having to speak to him and be like, okay, man, when I say it, we just do it and we're going through that. We're still learning that. <laughs> um, See, so the blessing is not found in the listening. The blessing is not found in you being attentive and soaking it in and hearing from God. That's only halfway there. Don't rob yourself short and only listen. The blessing is in the doing. The blessing is in the obedience in what God has called you to do. Um, See, if we want to see the power of the Holy Spirit move in your life, obedience to God will see the miraculous unleashed. By being obedient to what the Holy Spirit is putting on your heart and what you're hearing from God, when you're obedient, then God can move. Back, back in a few years ago, when I was youth pastoring, I, was, I had prepared a message to speak on that, that Friday night event that was coming up and ready to go. And then on the Friday, I just felt that the Holy Spirit was tugging me in a different direction. Like, I got this message prepared, we've got these three weeks lined up of something I'm going to do, and now I'm feeling all this Friday that, no, nah, we're not going to do that, 
the Holy Spirit is like guiding me to do like this salvation message. And I'm thinking, no, like, that can't be the Holy Spirit because we did that like two weeks ago and some kids responded and it was epic. And that's in like, so this, this is, nah. But just kept feeling that like the Holy Spirit was like, nah, this is the way we're going. So I made that decision that afternoon. Okay, I'm just going to go with you, Holy Spirit. I'm just going to change it up. And I really don't want to do this and it doesn't feel right. But I just ended up doing just a real simple salvation message like I'd done two, three weeks earlier, and five kids responded that hadn't ever responded before. See, your obedience not only can sort your life out, but your obedience can be a blessing to other people. Like massive, you will affect people around your life by your obedience. And that's the miraculous moving. When we are obedient to God, He can move. As we start this year, we need to resolve and listen to the Holy Spirit. Resolve then not just to leave it there, but to step out and obey God's leading. If you walk this ancient path of being in tuned and being led by the Holy Spirit, I guarantee you that if you do this consistently in 2022, it'll be your best year yet.